Welcome to the Impactful PBL Podcast. I'm Candice, your host, a project-based learning coach and leader of the Impactful PBL Network. And you can find me at impactfulpbl.com. I'm on a mission to do good work with good people for good reasons, and I hope you are too. If you are a current or aspiring project-based educator looking for strategies and ideas to craft memorable learning experiences that empower your students to tackle challenges in their school and community through project-based learning, then you're in the right place. Join me as I share resources and tips to help you launch a PBL initiative in your classroom. Welcome to the Impact Makers community and let's talk PBL. I've seen schools get really creative on how to continue to serve our students. So many teachers are still implementing uh, project-based learning, which is awesome. And some of the questions that I've heard was around how to continue to do a showcase given the virtual learning environment that most students are in. And so we know that students being able to showcase their knowledge publicly is a major component of project-based learning. And so we want to make sure that we are still providing students with that opportunity. And the question becomes, well, how do we do that? If I'm only seeing students certain days of the week, or I'm not seeing them face to face at all, what does a showcase look like? First, I want to talk about why we should still consider exploring showcases. Basically, what I'm saying is a way for students to share their knowledge publicly. There are many reasons why students being able to showcase their knowledge publicly is still valuable. So one of the things that immediately comes to mind is that students are able to share what's happening and what they're learning at school. And so this can be an accountability measure for the student, for the school, for the parents, for the community. I know I work with a lot of STEM and STEAM schools. So science, technology, engineering, and math schools, or science, technology, engineering, art, and math schools. One of the ways that they differentiate and instruction is through project-based learning. And so right now, because of the way that students are engaging in learning, it may be difficult for some parents to understand what exactly are students learning during this time. And that learning isn't limited to watching a bunch of videos and answering some questions. Also, we can celebrate students' work. So students are working really hard right now, especially adjusting to a new learning environment. If we continue to offer ways for them to share their knowledge, then we're also being able to celebrate their work being able to let them know that their work is valuable and what they're doing means something. Also, students get to continue to practice their 21st century skills. So their idea around being creative, their communication skills, their critical thinking skills, collaboration skills, because whatever type of showcase that they do most likely is some form of collaboration, although it may look different in a virtual learning environment versus a face-to-face instruction environment. So as we think about showcases, there are many reasons why we should still consider trying trying to do some form of showcase. So you may be wondering right now, that's great, Candice, but what ideas, what can we do to help students showcase their knowledge, especially when we're in a remote learning environment? And so it may be helpful to explore your driving question and brainstorm what type of products might students create. So remember in episode five, where we discuss what makes a quality driving question. And in that episode, I shared that when we're creating driving questions, we want to make sure that they're open-ended questions, that they require investigations or research for students to answer, that it supports students' learning goals, and it guides teacher planning. We talked about how it should require solutions that push students into the create stage of Bloom's taxonomy, and it's easily understandable by students, and that 
it connects to the real world and that is relevant and interesting for students. So the first step I would say is explore your driving question and make sure that basically students should be able to Google it or ask Alexa or Siri or whoever and get an answer in five minutes. So once we establish that the driving question is solid, we can then begin to brainstorm possible public products at this stage. Now, when we get to the stage, don't get caught up in how this will look in a virtual environment. Just write down ideas think of this as a brainstorming exercise. So let's use the following driving question. How can our class create an anti-bullying campaign that makes our school a safer place? In this example, students could take what they learn about the impact that bullying has on you. They can write and host a play or an assembly, create resources to give students, maybe bookmarks, pamphlets, bracelets, etc. Maybe they can utilize the public areas of their school to educate peers, such as bullets, boards, posters around the school, or create a school news segment highlighting the effects of bullying and how students can prevent a bullying culture at their school. So as you can see, the possibilities are endless. So set a timer for three minutes after reviewing your driving question and jot down all of the different ways that students could possibly answer this question. Think about, can any of these ideas be done in a virtual environment? Or simply put, can any of these ideas be created in a digital format? If yes, that's great. Continue brainstorming. Think about the apps or a digital tools that students could be able to use to execute this project. So using the same example, what about a digital bulletin board using a tool like Padlet? It can include resources and suggestions on how to handle a bullying situation with sample information they were going to present in a physical bulletin board. Or what about a website like Google site or Wiki or a podcast where they can share their knowledge through episode series or a social media campaign on their school's Facebook page. And that's just a few ideas without extensive thought. So consider some students are creative and will be able able to think of different or even better ideas. In some cases, choosing a particular public product or solution will determine or influence the showcase basically how students would share their knowledge. So using the same driving question, let's say a student chose to share their findings by creating a Google site or a wiki. Then their showcase would involve spreading the message about their website to other students, their target audience, possibly making it a big deal by doing a release or a launch party, encouraging students to share their thoughts or ideas, maybe download resources to share with others, etc. Or maybe it's a toolkit to help students host a campaign in their own community. What I've noticed about creativity and brainstorming ideas is that most people fall into two categories. They either have a hard time thinking of ideas or their brain is flooded with ideas to the point of overwhelm. I fall in the second category. I typically don't have a problem with brainstorming ideas, but I know many people who do. So take that into consideration when it comes to supporting students during the PBL process. How can you support students as they determine how to showcase their knowledge through a public product while still providing voice and choice? You could provide a few examples of public products to start students on their creative journey. If you're thinking, well, Candace, I can only think of a few ways myself besides a traditional presentation, then I want you to push your imagination and come up with a variety of ways that you've seen information displayed. I actually compiled a list of 50 ways students can share their knowledge, which is located inside of our Impactful PBL network. As always, you are invited to join the Impactful PBL Network, my professional learning community for current and aspiring project-based educators. Visit impactfulpbl.com and request to join. Can't wait to see you inside. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you find this podcast insightful, please leave a review and subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes.